Beshem Hashem Naseh Menatzeh. We are now starting Masechet Nedarim. Masechet Nedarim talks about vows, and the reason it's in Seder Nashim because the last Masechet Masechet Ketubot we discussed rights a husband has over his wife, and one of them is that he has the ability to annul her vows, and that's how we got over here. Now, before we start Masechet Nedarim, I have to point out the obvious is that the main mefaresh in Masechet Nedarim is the Ran. We're going to be using the Rosh a little bit, we're going to be using the Tosfot a little bit, but the main mefaresh is the Ran, and the reason is because it is a Kabbalah from our rabbis that Rashi over here is not Rashi. Adke Dekach, where you have even Maran in the Bet Yosef, calling him the Mefaresh, not Rashi. And they'll even use um, derogatory uh, statements like Lo Hash where the Mefaresh was not even paying attention to what he's chewing on. That's not language that they would use with Rashi. That's only language they would use with someone else. There are a few Masechtot in Shas where, where we have a Kabbalah that it's not Rashi. Could be it's half the Masechet, a quarter of the Masechet. But we're just, for, for, to keep with the Minhag of Kal Israel, we're going to go with the Ran. And before we start, we have to explain that there's two types of Nedarim in the Torah. Number one is something called Nidre Kodesh. Nidre Kodesh is when someone is Makdish something, let's say I'm going to give this cow as a Korban, or I'm going to be Makdish this thing to the Bedekabait. We're going to use this money for the Beta Mikdash. Um, we're not going to be talking about that. That's more in Seder Kodashim. Our Masechet is more talking about Nidre Isur, is when someone prohibits something on himself using the language of a Neder. And a person definitely has the ability to prohibit himself on anything. So he, let's, for, let's use the famous example. A person's allowed to say, I'm not going to eat this bread. This bread is going to be a surt to me with a Neder. And a person has the ability to be Oser something on himself through a Neder. Now, there's three ways a person could get to a neder. Number one is just the main way where a person clearly states a neder. He says, this piece of bread is going to be a sur to me. It's going to be a sur as a neder. Or this piece of bread is like a korban to me. When a person says something like that, that is clear language of a neder, and that makes it a sur. Then there's something called kinuim. Kinuim is equivalent languages, meaning... A person used a nickname for a korban. He said the word, this uh, piece of bread is going to be a konam on me, a konah, konas. And we're going to see it's a machloket if this, uh, if this lang- these nicknames are midoraita, midorabanan. But either way, kinui is an equivalent language to a neder. And number three is yadot nedarim, which is hands of a vow, meaning you started saying a vow, but you didn't really finish it. And with that, we're going to start the Masechet. We're going to start with the Mishnah. Kol nidarim kindarim. All equivalent language of nidarim is actually, like actually saying the neder and the neder stands. Baharamim kaharamim. Aharim is when you're making something kadosh, when you're separating it away. So, kinui, uh, any equivalent language of aharim is just like the actual harim. Same thing with Shavuot, swears. Ushvot, Kishvot. If someone used an equivalent language of a swear, the swear stands.
And uh, Ron over here explains that you, you obviously don't have to use Hashem's name when making a swear. And unzirut kinzirut, and any equivalent language when it comes to nazirut, a person becoming a nazir, it, it's like actually saying I'm a nazir, and it would stand. Now the Mishnah explains yadot hands. If someone said, I am vowed from you, or separated from you, I'm far away from you. Or he said one of these things and then he added, If I'm going to eat by you, I'm not going to eat by you. In all these cases, the, the nether stands and he cannot eat by him. However, I'm vowed to you. Rabbi Akiva, you know, would scratch himself, meaning he wasn't sure, and therefore he just be mahmir, and the nether stands, and in this type of case, they would not be able to benefit from each other. And the Gemara starts on Bet Amudibet, Kol Kinuye Nedarim Kindarim, all equivalent languages of Nedarim are like Nedarim and Haramim. Maishana, why is it Gabe Nazir by Masechet Nazir? It doesn't say all these things. It just says Kol Kinuye Nezirut Kinzirut. It has nothing. It doesn't say anything about Nedarim, Haramim, Shavuot. It doesn't say anything. Maishana Gabe Nedarim. And why is it by Nedarim over here? It says everything over here. Haramim, Shavuot, Nezirut, everything. So the Quran explains. Mishum de Neder Shavuot Ketive Gabe Adade. Nedarim and Shavuot. Are written together. It says ki dor neder la Hashem or hishavah shavah. So they're written together in the pasuk. Therefore, tanet arten. Therefore, they mention both of them. Mechabad tanet arten. Once they mention both of them, tanet lekolu. They mentioned everything. Nazir. They only talked about Nazir. The Gemara says, fine. If that's the case, v'letni kinui shivuot b'tanet darim. Then we should mention shivuot right after nedarim. Why do we have to throw haramim in between nedarim and shivuot? So the Gemara says, I did the tanet nedarim. Once we already mentioned Nedarim, what's the idea of Nedarim? You're saying something is a surety unto you. Therefore, Tananami Haramim. So we mentioned also Haramim, which is the same idea. Where you're saying something is a surety to you. It's coming to exclude a swear. Where you're prohibiting yourself unto something. A person saying, I will not eat that, is the difference where that is a surah to me. So now the Gemara says, okay, fine. Patah bekinuyin. We opened up the Mishnah with equivalent languages. We said, kol kinuyin edarim. Umfaresh yadot. And then when you start to explain, the Mishnah started to explain yadot, where it says, haomel haverom mudar animimcha. A person said to his friend, I'm avowed from you. So how do we how do we get to yadot vetu and he's nothing yadot in chi we never mentioned the first part uh, yadot we said kinuye this kinuye like that and kinuye nedarim kinuye haramim but we never mentioned anything about yadot and then we also were by yadot so what's going on the gemara says no behon no no really he was talking about yadot really that first part of the mishnah is missing words that's what you're supposed to say call kinuyin nedarim kindarim all the equivalent languages of nedarim are like nedarim v'yadot nedarim kindarim and the hands of nedarim avails meaning the short version or the not full version of nedarim is the same thing as nedarim and then he explains the yadot of nedarim. 
The Gemara says, okay, if that's the case, so if we mentioned call kinuyin darim kindarim, that should go first, and then explain the adot. So the Gemara explains, no, that's easy. The one that we finished off, which is the Yadot. So that's the one we're going to explain first. And the Gemara brings examples. It says, What do we light with uh, uh, Friday night? And what don't we light with? And the first thing we said is, what we don't. So we ended off with, and then we, we start explaining what we don't light with. And same idea, what do you insulate the food with when you hide it to keep it warm what you don't do and then you then the mishnah explained and what uh, it just explained what we don't insulate in which uh, the decorations the jewelry can a woman go out with and not go out with and it started off by explaining what the woman is not allowed to go out with so the says okay you're telling me that wherever the the Mishnah said one thing first and the second thing second, it never explains the first things first. It always explains the second thing. Vyatnan, we have a Mishnah in regards to the inheritance. Yeshno Halinu Manhilin. There are those who inherit and they inherit other people. And then there's no Halin Velo Manhilin. Then there's those who give off to someone else, but they themselves don't inherit. And then they, they explain the first one where people who inherit and they give over. They let other people inherit their things. And same idea. There are women who are mutar to their husbands, asur to their yabam. And then there's women that are mutarot li They're mutar to their yabam and they're asur to their husband. And then the Mishnah Yebamot explained, Ve'elu mutarot le'balin v'asurot li'bemehen. And they mentioned, these are the women who are mutar to their husbands and asur to their yabam. And here's another one in regards to the flower that you have to give. In the menachot, yesh te'unot shemen ulbona. There are menachot that you have to give oil and lebona, frankincense. And then there are those that shemen velo lebona. You have to give oil, no lebona. And then it started explaining the one that Velu Taunot Shemin will one of the, the ones that you have to give both oil and Levona. And here's another one Yesh Taunot Hagasha. The Armenachot that the Kohen has to bring it to the southwestern corner of the Mizbeach, Ve'en Taunot Tenufa, but they don't have to wave it. Tenufa Velo Hagasha. Then there are those Menachot that you have to wave, but you don't have to bring it there to the southwestern corner. And then what the first thing explained Velu Taunot Hagasha. These are the ones that you have to bring. Here's another one. Yesh bechor ve'en bechor kohen. There is a concept of a bechor. He gets first. He gets double, but he, he but he's not considered a bechor where the, the father would have to redeem him with the five coins when he's born. And there's also there's a bechor kohen. The father has to redeem him with five coins. Ve'en bechor But he's not considered a bechor when it comes to inheriting first and double. That would be in a case where he already has children from a different woman, and then he marries a woman who never had children before. And then the first thing they explained is vezu bechor la nahala ve'en bechor la kohen. What this is a bechor for inheritance, but not bechor for a kohen. So here you have five cases where they brought you the first option, the second option, and they went and explained the first option. So the gemara says no, over there is different. Ve'halen those mishnayot is mishum de'avshu le. Because in those Mishnah, those five that we just brought, each each of the first case breaks up into a lot of halachot, at least four halachot. 
So therefore, mifareshahu de patach bereisha. So they mentioned the one that they opened up with. The Gemara says, yeah, but veha. Take a case for example. Bamei behema yotza bamei en ya yotza. What does an animal go out with on Shabbat? What it doesn't go out with on Shabbat? There's not too many halachot over there. There's only two dinim. It only splits up the two dinim, not four like the other cases. The first thing we mentioned is yotze gamal, what a gamal is allowed to go out with. So the Gemara goes back. Rather, ela lav dafka. You have to say the order of the Mishnah is not dafka. It's not any specific way. Sometimes they open up explaining the one they opened up with. Sometimes they open up explaining the one they just left off with. There is no specific order to the Mishnah. You can't even bring it up. Or you could just say as follows. Really? That we mentioned Kinuim first. And the reason we're explaining Yadot first is because Yadot, I did that. Since Yadot are brought in from Medrasha, so the Tana likes the one that he learned out of Medrasha, so they opened up with it. So the Gemara says, okay, then start the Mishnah first with Yadot if you like it so much. So the Gemara explains, In the beginning, you have to open up with Kinuin because they're Mamash from the Torah. We're going to see where Doresh, where it says Ki Dor Neder, the double language, even Kinuyim. Fine. So they they mentioned that first in Mishnah, but then when you were coming to explain so then when we started explaining, we brought in Yadot because that we had to learn. We had to be Doresh. It's not a clear pasuk, and we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.